You're listening to Imagine Air Theater. These are stories of the world as it might have been, the world as it could be, sometimes inspiring tales, sometimes cautionary tales. I'm your host, Terry Phillips. The subject of this play is personal to me and meant for an adult audience. News agencies usually focus on major hostilities between great nations. You're about to hear the story of a minor conflict, which didn't get much media attention. The details of this dispute have been disguised, but the passions are genuine, the pain all too real. We call this tale Only the Dead. Dear Ida, this accepts my deepest sympathy on the loss of your husband. We did not know each other very long, but I considered him my friend. He was a brave man, a dedicated professional, and one of the most honorable human beings I ever met. I want to tell you about his courage on the field of battle in the face of danger. It's come from over there! Yes, I see them. Quickly! Stop! Do not come any closer. Who are you? I am Sarah. This is Yorna. We are UN observers. Observers? From where? Observing what? We are with the United Nations Peacekeeping Force. You see our blue helmet? But why are you here? A truce was called. Truce? <laughs> are you out of your mind? What truce? Both sides agreed to stop fighting this morning, so the body could be retrieved. That's right. They are negotiating for an end to the war. Does that sound like a truce to you? Sarah and Jonas, eh? Where are you from? We told you, the United Nations Peacekeeping... No, I mean your nationality, your country. I was born in Eritrea. And you? An Ethiopian. Eritrean and Ethiopian working together? But you are enemies. Oh, that war ended years ago. Jonas and I are colleagues, even a friend. After what his people did to your people? Impossible. Uh, my leg. That man is injured. Do not touch him. His leg is bleeding. He needs a doctor. My camp is too far away. But we saw a medic just over the hill. Are you crazy? That is the enemy camp. They will capture me, probably torture and kill me. Well, at least let me try to stop his bleeding. <sighs> yes, please. I have bandage in my back. See? All right. Go ahead. Sarah, help me with this. Put pressure here. That's it. Are you a doctor? No, a lawyer. But I learned first aid. I'm also a lawyer. But we all had some basic training. Surely, as a soldier, you did too. Well, there was not much time. I volunteered not long after those animals attacked. I see. That should help. But your comrade really needs a doctor. Comrade? Look at his uniform. He is my prisoner. What? So you did this? 
I was defending my country from the invaders. But we are on the north side of the border here. My people do not recognize that border. This is our ancestral homeland. Look, there is no time to debate history now. If we do not get this man some proper medical help, he will die. It is a war. Men die. Well, if he's your prisoner, you are required to take care of him according to the Geneva Convention. You know what is that, right? Well, yes, of course. But it is not a declared war. Sarah, we must hurry. He's going to die. What's your name, soldier? Andre. Listen to me, Andre. If he dies, you could be prosecuted for a war crime, declare or not. Is that how you want your family to remember you? Well, no. Of course not. Come on. One minute. Let me think. Quickly, Andre. Okay. Okay. You can go over the hill and bring back a doctor. Your friend and my prisoner will wait here with me. What? I will not go to the enemy's side. And one more thing. How many men over there? I don't know. A lot. A lot 50? A lot 100? A lot more than you can fight. Okay, fine. But if soldiers come back with you, your friend and my prisoner, they will die. So go ahead. Bring only a doctor. And no tricks. All right. That is crazy. We're just trying to help. Well, then she better hurry. Yes. Okay, I'm going now. I'll be back soon. Truce, huh? <laughs> yes, both sides agreed to a ceasefire. Well, I guess no one told the enemy. They have been shelling our villages, bombing our schools, blowing up our churches, killing innocent civilians. This one murdered an old man behind that house over there. No, I did not. Shut up! I saw you. Stop kicking him! You think I would be guilty of a war crime if he dies? Murdering a helpless old man, Bastardo. I know how you feel, Andre. Soldiers committed many atrocities against my people too. Civilians always suffer the most. But tell me, when will it ever end here? How will your people live in peace? You want to know how? When every one of these dogs is dead. No! Stop! Andre, for God's sake, do not shoot him! It would be that easy if I wanted to kill him. You think I like this? I have two kids back home. I do not want them grow up in war. Of course we want peace, but those, those monsters over there, they keep attacking us, keep trying to wipe us out, but we will not be erased. But you know that they also claim this land. What are you talking about? While they were still living in the desert, my people created civilization here. We have tried to live with them for so many years, but they were never satisfied. Come here with me. Walk around to the other side of this wall. Do you see this little village? Yes. It's quite beautiful. Our ancestors built all that centuries ago with their own hands. I see. But those devils came and tried to take everything, to drive us away. So yes, we have to fight to survive, because it is the only thing they understand. 
Do you want to know when we will have peace? When all of them are no more. That is an attack helicopter. Your friend has betrayed us. He brings back enemy soldiers. No, I think it's a medvac. Take this, you flying pigs. I'm going to stop shooting. I see them in front of that wall. Be careful! Return fire. Yes, Captain. Wait! Got them. Can you take us down, Captain? I will land as close as possible, but we need to get out quickly. You're not! You're not? Oh, no, oh God, you're not. <laughs> Is that your friend? Yes. I'm sorry, he and this enemy soldier are both dead. But where is my wounded comrade? The one you said was shot in the leg. Over there, behind the wall. Can you hear me? Yes, doctor. Let me check your wound. All right. <laughs> doctor, may I talk with him? I suppose, but briefly, please. Soldier, and Sarah. My name is Omar. Omar. My friend and I came here with the UN peacekeepers. Yes, I heard you say that to the other soldier. So you know why he shot you? Please, listen. Let me tell you something. I came from this village. I grew up here when all lived together before the war. I did not kill that old man. I knew him. He was already dead when I got there. I knelt down to check, but I guess the other soldier thought I... <coughs> he, he, he thought... <laughs> Omar? <laughs> he is gone. Such a waste. And so, dear Ida, I came to know your husband, you know. Not only as a lawyer, not only as a friend, but as one who understood the horrors of unnecessary killing and who tries to stop it. As we say in my country, only the dead see the inner war. People who live through wars often say they hate the brutality, futility, and stupidity of war. Most modern leaders who take us to war rarely go to war. They often know nothing about fighting wars or ending wars, which may be why we keep having them. You've been listening to Imagine Air Theater. Today's episode, Only the Dead, featured Elsabet Adame as Sarah, John Arisim as Andre, Ara Mazunyan as Omar, Nahom Tsega 